Hello, welcome to Drunken History. This week uh, we tackle the hilarious subject that is the massacre of yeah. Sir, on St. Bartholomew's Eve. Yes. I can't imagine this no. being anything but fun. Fun is all the way. Of course it's actually on St. Bartholomew's Day, but we'll skip past that. Yes. So, here we go, Gav. Yes, uh, inform me, because I know literally nothing about this other than what I've seen on the Doctor Who. Okay, so it's the 16th century. Yeah. Protestantism has begun uh, at the start of the 16th century. Okay. Uh, a lot of the southern European countries are still Catholic. You've got, uh, obviously, the northern ones are Protestant. You've got England and Britain have become Protestant countries. Ireland obviously hasn't, but it's an anomaly, shall we say, for the for the uh, stereotypical view of North Protestant, mm-hmm. South Southern Italy, uh, the Irish Italy, line Spain, being different. Italy, Spain. They do indeed. <laughs> Fuck you. It's because <laughs> was that your Irish accent? It was. <laughs> I don't know what my what, what accent is, does. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's Spanish. So yeah, Spanish is Catholic mm-hmm. as well. And in the middle, shall we say, that's France, which is in the middle. Uh, it's a bit of a battleground. They're, they're a Catholic country, but they're, 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 there's a fight. There's a lot. Of war. There's a few wars over, several wars over over mm. Catholic or Protestant, uh, and it's all to do just with, a few. Just a few. There's about five or six overall, and I think when uh, the, the massacre takes place, that's that's after War Four. Okay. Right, um, there, there's been there's been a peace accord. There's been a little bit of peace. There's still, I mean, it's peace. Fuck off. There's not much peace. But, I don't you know, think there's, there's no, ever there's been no actual. There's no actual yeah. fighting and wars and shit. Right. Yeah. So think Northern Ireland. Well, way back this, when. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no actual wars, but people are still. Think about you know the people are aren't, aren't happy. Pretend not wars. Pretend not wars. So the the royal family at that time, which is King Charles the Ninth and the Queen Mother, uh, Catherine Medici, who has a who has a pet bear. I like this queen. That apparently has a pierced nose. She gave her bear piercings. Yes, I don't know. When Was the bear upset? <laughs> we don't have any record of what the bear said at the time. I'm, I'm imagining they had to put the bear under anaesthetic to get this done. I can't imagine it being agreeable in the slightest. <laughs> well, you never know. You know what bears are like? No, I don't. No. <laughs> I I've don't never had they, one. I, well, I don't think they knew Apart what bears were like. Apart from a teddy one. Um, so where are we? Bears uh, with, with piercings. Yes. yes. Did it have tattoos? No, wait, wait, wait. I don't think it had tattoos. They should have given it tattoos as well. What kind of tattoos? Uh, a skull and a dagger. Skull and a dagger? Yeah. Interesting. And a flower. And a flower. So, you've got King George IX. <laughs> he has none of those tattoos. He's ruling the country. Yeah. You're, but uh, Queen Mother, who was a regent, because he, he'd been ruling it since he was a child, really. She was, the, she was the regent. So she was ruling it, and then he grew older, became of age and quote-unquote rules France for himself. But he doesn't really, because she's still behind the scenes. She's a bit of a spitting doctor. Think of her like Malcolm from The Thick of It. Yes. 
but but running the show. Well, he does, but you know, from behind the scenes, and but, people know she is, and with less bad language. We don't know. She could swear in French, murdered, and, uh, uh, and and the rest. Surely there is <laughs> nobody in history that has got more bad language than Malcolm. <laughs> well, surely that could be the next rap battle. <laughs> Catherine Medici oh, versus Malcolm Tucker. I would love to see a rap battle with Malcolm Tucker in um, You know, sniping and stuff, so they've decided that uh, she decides to bring peace. She'll marry the, her daughter, the king's sister, to Henry, Prince Henry Navarre, mm. who is a Protestant, because that always works. Back in the day, you had, you, had, you had marriages for, for things like that, you know. Because you always have things like that back in the past. Marriages for power, marriages, one family to join for another. Mm. So that's what she's thinking. So in Paris, there's, a, there's the... Uh, everyone comes, the Protestants, and the, or the Huguenots, and the Catholics all come to Paris to watch the, the wedding. Although... Henry Navarre, it, it can't be in, it's it's a Notre Dame Cathedral, but he can't go in Notre Dame Cathedral because he's a Protestant. So most of it happens outside the cathedral. Well, that's very kind of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Bringing together, I think, and then they're outside. Um, I, I, they could have, like, just done it inside and, like, relayed a video feed to him just to spite him. But no, they didn't. Video feed? Yeah. Well, they could have drawn a painting. <laughs> and showed him what it might have looked like inside. It would have to be a very quick sketch artist. This is what it looks inside a day ago. <laughs> I'd like to see that. So you've got Admiral de Colony. Yeah. He's in he's in Paris at the time. They're all not... I mean, a lot of them, a lot of them didn't come, but then they eventually thought, we'll, we'll go, you know, because they're very suspicious of each other, of the Queen and all that kind of thing. But they did go... And a few days afterwards, we've got celebrations, and everything's fine. It's not really. And a few days afterwards, he's there's an attempt made on his life, but he as you do, as you do. But apparently, he bends down at the right moment, and he's not killed. But it might have been better if he was. So that was actually based on real life. That that did happen. Oh. We don't know why he bent down. It might have been to tie his shoes, whatever. But yeah, that was based on... To receive sexual gratification. Yeah, it's always a good time when you're being shot. Yeah. They, they try... They, it's, it's a gunman who does it, so they try and find him, yeah. but this, all they find is a smoking gun, because apparently mm. the gunman had a uh, getaway horse. Okay. And he did. Did they find the getaway horse? I don't know if they found it. He probably Just ate Just the it. gun. He probably ate it. They found the smoking <laughs> gun. Or he might have taken it to the Queen for her menagerie. I was going to say something else then. Menage à Trois? Yes. Uh, Menage à Troy? That's a different podcast. At this point, the Catholics find out about... Because we don't even know who tried to assassinate uh, Admiral de Colony. There's a three apparent uh, suspects. Mm. You've got the Guise family, who are the Catholics. Yeah. Because basically, a lot of this is, pol- I mean, I mean, it is religion and ideas, but a lot of this is politics. Guy's family and the Bourbon family, I think, 
who are the Huguenots, and they're very into biscuits. No, they're very, they're very drunk. They're very, very drunk. I went with bourbon biscuits, you went with whiskey. They're very, <laughs> <laughs> very uh, it's, they're very powerful. That's, that's where the colony is from. But, uh, yeah, the Guise family, they're, they're one of the suspects. One of the other suspects is from Holland. Mm-hmm. He's one of the people that uh, King Philip of Spain has put there. And obviously you've got Admiral de Colony, who I mentioned in the last week's podcast, who's trying to get the Dutch people out of Spain. Or the Spain people, whoops, Spanish people out of Dutchland. Right. So I think he's an earl or whatever. He that sort of has a lot to do with fighting against the rebel Dutch. He might want rid of Admiral as well because he doesn't want interference in in Spain's territory. Do you get that? And the third is obviously the royal family, the queen. Years ago, a lot of people would have just taken at face value that the Queen was evil. But most of that would have been from after, you know, because mm. she was the Queen. She's she's a woman. She's Italian. So you have a lot uh, of the people just, just, just <laughs> suspect, just not liking her for that reason. She was a spin merchant. Um, but we don't okay. think it's as black and white as that. But then, if you look at history all the time, it never really is. By we... Do you mean uh, the collective historians or yourself? Uh, what do you think? Of? Collective, what do I think? I, I don't think, history is never as simple as just this person is is evil or this person is good. I mean, uh, let's, let's take Nero. Nero, people mm. assumed, uh, there's the story that he started the Great Fire of Rome. When we all know it's the Doctor. When we all know it's the Doctor. But but it was but man, but you know so he could, so he could do his uh, do his own palaces and things, but it, it more than likely wasn't him. But it's just just history. Things that you know about history are invariably wrong, or is not yeah. not as simple as they seem to be. Yeah. So you've got the, the the admiral have been shot, but he's not killed. Uh, the king goes to see him and says he'll, he'll uh, do an inquiry and try to find out who did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it might have been his mother, we don't know. Probably not, though. But now you've got a lot of the Catholics are suspicious because you've got a lot of the Huguenots around Paris at the time and they think that they might be trying to do a coup now because because of this. So the head of the Keys family and all that. Hmm? So are we running uh, quite accurate with the uh, Doctor Who story? Ish. Ish, yes. Apart from uh, it's not so black and white with the Queen. Yeah, they're they're taking certain liberties there. They're taking certain liberties there. But yeah, the the, the whole list thing, you've got got them suspecting the, the Huguenots. Um... And if there and if there is a, there is a list drawn up of uh, Huguenots they want got rid of, powerful mm-hmm. Huguenots they want rid of. I, I don't think at any point. I mean, there is a list. It's a finite list. There's no point at any at any stage that they say they want all the all of them all Catholics or all Huguenots Protestants ever killed. Mm. 
and they certainly don't want the people with powers to do it. But that's pretty much what happens. Mm. They, they they start this. The, 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 there's a signal which is the the toxin bell, and there's some reports that another bell goes off, and that's what. Uh, so the signal happens early, and that's confusion, and then you've got mob. You basically got mob rule on on uh, some volume use day, where thousands of people are killed, chains are put across streets so that people can't escape. And, uh, Back to and, the TARDISes and things. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, normal people. Who <laughs> can't escape. Can't they just duck underneath the chains? Well, no, because they probably... I mean, every, everyone, <laughs> everyone's killed. It's not just men. It's like women, old people, children. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's not named down. And anybody that's not named down. It's just everyone... I mean, they're not just killed either. Mm-hmm. This is a massacre. They're They're... Set upon by mobs, mm. it's not a nice thing. You know how history is written by the victors. I am aware of that. Yes. Saying why, why didn't they just say uh, the the enemies just exploded mysteriously, and we had nothing to do with it? Because it's not as written by victors, but there are still other testaments. They should have killed them all. And who were the victors in this? The Catholics. But they never really meant for this to happen. After Anyway, after all this, you've got thousands of people, I mean, conservative estimates say 3,000, but it's probably a lot more than that. I mean, this is just in Paris, it'll 3,000 alone in Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's reports of, you know, people's bodies being, people's bodies are thrown in the river. Seine, is it in Paris? That sounds right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so much so that the river actually runs blood. And there's bodies pile up on the on the banks and things. A lot of a lot of uh, points for comedy for this, obviously. Um, <laughs> and, Please and, feel free to laugh at any point. And King Philip of Spain, I'm taking a lot of this out. King Philip of Spain, uh, uh, apparently, who never really smiles, uh, does so on this one occasion whenever he hears about the uh, the Protestants or the Huguenots being killed. Hmm. But then he's not so. But then he. But then him and the Pope find out how they were killed, and apparently that's not as good, and they're not as thrilled. Also, the fact that it seems to be more of a politics type thing, uh, and then obviously you've got a lot less Huguenots because of the deaths, and a lot of them renounce the religion as well for obvious reasons. Um, and after that, you've got pamphlet wars where. You, you've got both sides. Where they throw leaflets at each other. Funny they've done that to begin with. Both sides um, writing about the things, and this is where a lot of the uh, propaganda of the Queen being particularly evil comes from. And, and the wedding at the start, Henry of Navarre and, and the Princess, yeah. that, that doesn't last either. <laughs> they get divorced or annulled or whatever. And there's more wars of religion. I think there's another couple at least. Um, it doesn't really settle down until Henry Navarre himself becomes king. And he puts a stop to it all. He, uh, well, it's sort of, so I don't think he puts a stop to it all. But, well, he renounces, he renounces religion as well, so he becomes a Catholic. Mm-hmm. Then becomes king, uh, marries another one of the Medici clan. But, uh, yeah, it sort of settles down after that. Well, uh, all hail the king. 
Yeah, so that's uh, 26 years after um, the massacre is the Edict of Nantes. And that marks the end of the wars, when everyone on Earth lives happily ever after. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah. Rainbows uh, for everyone. I, I'm glad, like, all war was sorted. Yeah. No wars after mm. that ever again. Excellent. So, uh, who have we got to thank for us living in peace and harmony forever on Amen? Uh, me. Well, thank you, God. Soupy twist. Soupy twist.